Hey, 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 fellas, back at it again. Here we are in my living room. It's nighttime. It's 6.30 p.m. instead of morning time. Because Milkshake decided to have some novelty in her life as well and have a problem while she was in her crate last night. So we've... She's fine. I'm watching... I've been watching her all day. And she, you know, it was it was a problem she's never had before. We just had to clean it up. It took a little bit of cleaning. So... That's the problem. It's not really a huge problem. She's okay. We took her to Nevada in a car over the weekend, and she hates the car. She has anxiety about the car. And so being anxious for roughly 12 hours straight, not straight, six-hour increments, wasn't good on her stomach. So hopefully she's doing a little bit better. She's been eating rice. Let's drop a how we doing in the chat for milkshake, huh? Anyway, she's sleeping right now because I don't think she slept very well last night. She's been sleeping a lot of the day. But anyway, here we are. It's the evening. I mentioned I went to Nevada. We're going to keep this one light. I'm not going to say hey, hey, hey too much (laughs) if that's what I normally do. But hopefully you don't hear those airplane sounds too loud because if you do, well, actually, that's it. You'll hear my voice louder than them because I'm closer than the microphone. I'm closer to the microphone than the airplanes. At least we would hope that's the case the entire time. If it's not, I'm, I'll be sure to let you know. Or you'll hear about it in your local news or inter- or national news because an airplane being closer to the microphone than me would constitute a newsworthy story. So, anyway, went to Nevada, went down there. There's a an event we go to every year. It's a lot of fun. It's people out in the park looking at stuff. We bought a cool piece of art, and we had a lot of fun. Milkshake was also stressed at that, so I guess that doesn't help. (laughs) There's a lot of people outside, so she had quite the weekend. But yeah, I had a good time. I got ripped off, bought some Greek fries. I'll say quote-unquote Greek fries. They charged me $15 for some Greek fries that weren't even good. They weren't even all the way cooked. And the first part of this story is going to be me learning how to say no or back away when I still have time. And think about myself. Think about my $15 that is now their $15. They're laughing all the way to the bank. I could make that same thing for one cent at my own house. But, you know, you're out at an event and that's what they're doing. Anybody that's selling food is usually ripping people off. Unless you're my boy Falafel Tree up here in northern Utah, my guy... Cannot rip me off. I'd pay a million dollars for that guy's food. He, There's no price. No price too great for falafel tree. Anyway, Greek fries, all it was was store-bought tzatziki sauce, half-cooked potatoes, and a little bit of feta cheese. Not good. And $15. But that's where I need to learn how to say no. I met up with Paul at the event. My friend and yours. Everybody's guy. The understood Paul is what we're going to call it now, because I don't need to explain it every time. And he said to me right afterwards, I said, man, I just got raked over the coals for for these fries that aren't even good. And he said, you know, you could have stepped away when she said $30 and was handing you the food. And, you know, in my brain, I'm like, man... She just put them together, which wasn't that much work or any work at all, and then was handing me the fries, and I think... Though it would have inconvenienced her a little bit, the line was super long. Other people were purchasing the meat that they were cooking. So, I mean, they were doing okay. A loss of about $4 wasn't going to hurt them that day. 
So in the future, I need to tell myself and everyone around me, not today, fellas. I will not pay you $15 for these fries that aren't good. And I could have seen that coming. I could have known they weren't good from just looking at them. But I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and enjoy myself. Yeah, it was a rip. They had a picture up of the Greek fries. Definitely wasn't, definitely was not what I got. So, remember that as well. Advertisements aren't real life. Advertisements are made by people that hate us. That hate the consumer. There was one time I saw an advertisement that actually worked out from beginning to end. We were sitting there. I was with uh, Tab, everybody's friend Tab. You know what I mean? And... <laughs> We were watching a basketball game, something I rarely did, but you know, you sit around with your boys and you do anything and it's usually a pretty good time. So we're watching a basketball game, an ad comes on, somebody's drinking a Sprite and Tab said in that moment, it was also halftime, so we didn't have any snacks either. So that, it, it all came into place. The ad did what it needed to. Tab said, I need a Sprite right now. And so we got up, we went to the store, got a Sprite. They did it. The advertisement worked, and also Sprite's good and cheap, so they it worked out. That was a good advertisement, but hung out, did our thing at the park. It was hot. It was a million degrees because it's Nevada, and then what else was I trying to say? Oh, brother. It was also my 10-year... Sorry, I'm moving the microphone a little bit because I'm holding it in my hand. It's my 10-year high school anniversary, <laughs> and by that, I'm actually referring to my 10-year high school reunion. And I always said all the people I wanted to talk to, I saw, I still talked to them. I didn't need to go to some reunion. I saw my boy Dylan. I also, yeah, that's right. I didn't plan on it. We were just going to go to dinner or something. And then I saw Dylan earlier in the day and I was like, hey, Dylan, what's going on, man? He said, I got conned into going to the thing later on. And I said, Dylan, man, I'm here to hang out with you. You're the only person I really... I'm excited to see, of course, Jeff. You gotta love Jeff. I wanted to see him as well. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm assuming now that everyone listening to this is aware of previous people on the show, except Dylan. I don't think I mentioned. I, I think I did. Dylan and I started talking recently, June first, to be exact. Again, after many years of not, but Jeff was on here. He's pharmacy man. But anyway, saw Dylan, saw Jeff. We were hanging out. Dylan said, "I got roped into going to the thing." And I said, you know what, Dylan? You'll be there, so I'll go. And then all day, I thought to myself, oh boy, what am I getting myself into here? And you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. If you think about a 10-year high school reunion, and you don't think about a bunch of people getting drunk in a park, you're thinking about the wrong thing. Anyway, we took Paul as everybody's plus one, because everybody got a plus one. And everybody used it to bring Paul to our high school reunion. Paul is older than me and did not graduate high school in the same year I did. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a, a key part of the story here. Remember that for later. This is foreshadowing. Paul's there. We're hanging out. We're talking. We're doing our thing. Paul knows everyone on the planet, so he's talking to everybody. He was also everybody's plus one, as I mentioned, so that makes sense. We're going around. We're watching people get drunk and talk to each other or do whatever. I still just talked to Dylan most of the time. We ended up watching like a clip from an anime. We talked to Jeff. I, You know, it was like high school regularly. Also, Nick, if you made it this far, shout out Nick. I saw Nick as well in the parking lot. I let him down, but we'll talk about that at a later date. That's an embarrassing moment for me right now, and I still feel horrible about it. But 
it was, it reminded me of a lot of things, being there, seeing all these people. I didn't necessarily interact with everybody, even though my high school graduating class was one person. I thought about a lot of things, and I think one of the things, and one of the reasons that I was kind of scared and ended up making some errors, and by error I mean one error, sorry Nick again, uh, but <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a big thing. I didn't like attack Nick's family or anything. It's not, we'll get over it. I think we're already past it. I think it's a me in my head thing, but I will improve in the future. Anyway, we're getting we're getting around. We're coming full circle here. Sitting there, seeing everybody, thinking to myself, where. It, it, it had been 10 years, but all of a sudden it had also been zero, zero years because it was right next to the high school. I was out there with a bunch of people that I spent a lot of time with in high school, just going to class, whatever. And I guess my brain started getting a little scared because I feel like I have come a long way. And I feel like meeting new people or meeting people in general, I feel like I can handle myself a little bit better than I have previously. And I felt my brain get scared of, oh no, are you reverting back to how you were? Because I kind of did for a couple of conversations, just not really engaging a ton, kind of being embarrassed, that kind of thing, talking to people that weren't Jeff or Dylan or Nick. But what really got me through it and what I realize now is I have come so far and I was worried about whatever, and it was the same thing, except it, it was kind of exaggerated, where in high school, I always did worry about what other people thought. And I tried to fit in this box of, oh, they need to, I need to make sure they like me. And in this case, I, want, I was thinking, no, they need to think I'm successful in some capacity because, oh, no, it's the 10-year high school reunion. That's what has to happen at this. Everybody's judging each other, which isn't the case. And I realized that when I saw Nick and our other friend, Joey, Joey was sitting in a chair, and Nick came over and just, like, whacked him or something. They were throwing the chair around and just goofing off. And then I said, you know, that's what it's all about. That's the thing that shouldn't change, is the goofing about that we definitely did in high school, and it was still happening right in front of my eyes. And that's what you got to remember. Everybody at the high school reunion is still the same person in a way, but also everybody's going through kind of the same stuff. Who cares who's successful? What is success? It's different for everybody. It doesn't matter. A lot of stuff doesn't matter, and I was, I'm was i going to see those people that time and then not again for 10 years except for a couple of them. And that's even if I just so happen to be in the right place at the right time to end up at the reunion like I did this time. But it's, it's this whole thing. It, it gave me... I was kind of uncomfortable, to be honest, just with my own feelings and experiencing that. But then I also told myself, I need to be more comfortable being uncomfortable. That doesn't make any sense, but I want to be more used to it. Because as you get used to those feelings, and I have spent my whole life running from that, trying my best to not experience uncomfortable things, especially when I was in high school. I ran away. I tried to not confront anything. And if anything did get too weird or confrontational, I just ran off. I just dipped. Didn't, didn't do it. That was me. That was my motto. Don't do it. <laughs> airplane. Get an F in the chat for the airplane. Anyway, after that, we walked out of there, me, Dylan, and Paul, and they were doing some beer crawl pub run or whatever you call it. Because now all of a sudden in the city I grew up in, there are 48 bars in downtown area and it's actually bumping on a night of the week or whatever. People are out doing stuff, so it was fun. Everybody walked downtown because it's right there. 
and on our way downtown, and also on our way walking to the thing, Paul Dylan and I were just loudly making jokes at each other, and on the way uptown, Paul was very loudly impersonating Barack Obama, and also saying, I'm all the way up, over and over again, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you what, if there's anything that took me back to being in high school, it was hanging out with the fellas, walking downtown, making loud jokes on the street. And you know, for a moment, there I was. 17 again, like the movie. If that's even a movie, that's kind of a joke. Ha <laughs> ha, got him. Rate, comment, and subscribe if you want to hear that joke one more time. Oh, I said something. Somebody said they were going to leave a review on my podcast. They are going to give me a one star. And I said, you know what? If I deserve it, do it. Give me that one star. If that joke was a one star, give it a zero star. Really drive the message home. I'm trying to learn to not care. (laughs) And I've done good on a lot of things. And I think for a brief moment there during the evening, I didn't care. I walked around and I heard, he's all the way up. (laughs) And I laughed. And I cried, and I didn't actually cry, but, you know, it was fun. I had a good time. Then we talked to some people, you know, hung out on the street. I was out entirely too late. And then I was, I, I realized I'm an old man, again. You know what? We're taking, we're reclaiming the term old man. We're taking it, we're throwing it in the garbage. I was a, I was a human being. I was an individual. I like different things as I've progressed in life. Over dinner... Dylan, Paul, and I talked about life, the universe, (laughs) everything, just experience. And that wouldn't have been the same 10 years ago. So that's one way that I've progressed, is we don't talk about, what did we talk about in high school? Kind of a lot of stuff. But it was all trivial nonsense, now when I think back about it. But it was fun trivial nonsense. Making it not trivial and important nonsense. Classic, man. That was good. I had some good times. So, shout out to everybody that was out there. We had a good time. I had a lot of fun. I felt like a kid. I always feel like I'm being perceived as as an adult nowadays. When I see a kid, the kid looks at me and says, that's an adult. He's not going to have a good time because he's an adult. But, I also mentioned to Paul at one point, we were going to do a podcast and then time got out of control and we just didn't do it. Also, we were living in the moment, man. We wanted to have the experience. So one of the questions I wanted to talk about with Paul, which we'll do another one. I talk to Paul a lot. He'll be around. But I feel like as a generation, and it might just be the people that I attract and am attracted to and hang out with, but I feel like everybody's getting sillier. When I was a kid, I'd see adults and I'd say, that's a serious human being. That person doesn't mess around. And now that's all I do. And the people walking around with Paul and having him scream stuff about Barack Obama, none of it bad. It was all a joke. He just impersonated. Obama has a funny voice, and that's okay. We're not making fun of Obama, but it's fun to do an impression. Anyway, hearing he's all the way up, Paul doing an impression of Michelle Obama that sounded exactly like his Barack Obama impression, I was laughing hard. And I said, you know, if I saw that as a kid, I don't know if what I would have thought. I might have thought that they were teenagers. That, I guess, speaking from a third person perspective of me, Paul and Dylan walking down the street, I would have said, oh, those aren't adults. 
But now I see that and I do that and I don't want to stop doing that because I'm an adult and now I quote unquote need to be serious. That's a joke. So I'm happy. I think everybody's getting sillier. I think about my grandparents, specifically my grandpas, my both of them. And I do, would not describe either of them as silly. My mom's dad actually was a little bit of a goofball. He enjoyed a good gaff every once in a while. But, he, well, I guess comparatively to my, my dad's dad, who was Norwegian and a little bit more Norwegian, if you will. <laughs> he was pretty strict about stuff. I don't know if I ever heard him told it, tell a joke. I don't know if I ever heard him laugh. So I'm going to do my best to be a next generation of, a, of older human being that remains silly my entire life. I'm going to continue in the pursuit of a good time. I'm never going to give that up. I'm never going to let that down. I'm never going to run around and whatever the next line is, I forgot. It's been too long. Anyway, fellas, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been long enough. So I'll catch you at the next one. See ya!